Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. 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 We praise you. 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 Praise you. Praise you. Holy is the Lord God Almighty. The angel of days. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We thank you, Lord. Speak to our hearts. Strengthen our bodies. Strengthen our spirits. Strengthen our souls at this hour. Turn our attention to the living God. I pray, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are our strength. You are our life. You are our portion forever. We praise you. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father in heaven, I come before the throne of grace. I ask you, Lord, that you will touch us. Touch us at this hour. Touch us at this hour in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I pray, Lord, remove every hindrance in Jesus' name. Remove every barrier in Jesus' name. I pray, Holy Spirit, that your word will be given to your people in an unhindered manner. Let your word be received by your people in an unhindered manner. Oh Lord, I pray that the living water be poured upon your people this hour. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Without you, we can do nothing, Lord. Without you, we can do nothing, Father. With you, we can do all things, O Lord. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you. So I pray, Lord, this hour that you will reveal your glory to us, Lord. Reveal the mind of Christ to us, O Lord, once more. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you, Father. Take away every weakness, every sickness, every tiredness, every distraction, every affliction, mental, emotional, spiritual. Awake me, people, Lord, I pray. I ask you, Lord, that you'll continue to do a work, your work of grace, your work of glory in the lives of your people. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. We will listen and obey. 
Speak to us, Lord. We listen and obey. Speak to us, Lord. We listen and obey. Speak to us, Lord. We listen and obey. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise be to God. We're going to turn our Bibles to the book of Luke. The Lord just gave the word. We're going to turn our Bibles to the book of... We're going to turn our Bibles to the book of Luke. Chapter... 16. And we're going to read from verse 19. Just, just hold on one minute. Be right back. We'll turn our Bibles to Luke chapter 16, from verse 19 onwards. There was a rich man who was dressed in purple and fine linen and lived in luxury every day. At his gate was laid a beggar named Lazarus, covered with sores and longing to eat what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs came and licked his source. The time came when the beggar died and the angels carried him to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried. In Hades, where he was in torment, he looked up, he looked up and saw Abraham far away, with Lazarus by his side. So he called to him, Father Abraham, have pity on me, and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, because I'm in agony in this fire. But Abraham replied, Son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things, while Lazarus received bad things. But now he is comforted here, and you're in agony. And besides, 
all this between us and you a great gulf has been set in place so that those who want to go from here to you cannot nor can anyone cross over from there to us he answered then I beg you father send Lazarus to my family for I have five brothers let him warn them so that they will not also come to this place of torment Abraham replied they have Moses and the prophets let them listen to them no father Abraham he said but if someone from the dead goes to them they will repent he said to him if they do not listen to Moses and the prophets they will not be convinced even if someone rises from the dead praise be to God I want to read this one more time let's just go to verse 19 Luke chapter 16 from verse 19 onwards Jesus said there was a certain rich man who was splendidly clothed in purple and fine linen and who lived each day in luxury at his gate lay a poor man named Lazarus who was covered with sores. As Lazarus lay there longing for scraps from the rich man's table, the dog would come and lick his open sores. Finally, the poor man died and was carried by the angels to be with Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried. And his soul went to the place of the dead. There in torment he saw Abraham in the far distance with Lazarus at his side. The rich man shouted, Father Abraham, have some pity. Send Lazarus over here to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. I'm in anguish in these flames. But Abraham said to him, Son, remember that during your lifetime you had everything you wanted and Lazarus had nothing. So now he's being comforted and you're in anguish. Now I want to stop right here. And I want to highlight a few things that the Spirit of the Lord wants us to understand this morning. Number one, there is life after death. There is life after death. Number two, there is heaven and there is hell. There is life after death. There is heaven and there is hell. Number three, heaven is a place where people who lived a life that is pleasing to God go to. And hell is a place where people who 
did not obey God, go to. We must understand, according to the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the truth, the way, and the life, all people don't end in the same destination. There is death, which is unavoidable, and there is life after death, which is unavoidable as well. We as human beings have no power over death and we have no power over our eternity to do what we want to do once we die. We as human beings have power over where we're going to go and how we're going to spend our eternity while we're on earth. We make that choice, we feel our fate. If we choose to believe in the Son of God, that God sent for us, the Word of God, that God has given to us, and the eternal life that God has promised to us through Jesus Christ, our Lord. If someone believes that everyone will go to heaven. There's no such thing as evil. Everyone will go to heaven. There's no such thing as hell. We are believing a lie and we will be in for a rude surprise. May God help us to believe His Word and His Word alone. Not go by feelings, not go by thinking, because all these can be influenced by Satan. Not go by man's philosophy, but by a faith upon God's word. These are eternal truths that every human being should know and should understand, believe, and pass on to all their loved ones. We don't want to be in a place where Lazarus and rich man in Abraham's story we see here Jesus Christ described where the rich man though was given everything on earth, didn't make the right choice. Didn't make God as his everything. He made riches as his God. As a result of that, he lived a life of no mercy. He was unmerciful. The Bible says, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. We reap what we sow. The principle of sowing and reaping has been clearly taught by the Lord Jesus Christ in this section. What we sow is what we'll reap. The rich man sowed 
and he reaped what he sowed. He showed no mercy, he received no mercy. He did not obey God's word. As a result of that, he ended up in a place of eternal torment. We must understand, hell is not just a dark place, like many many people think. Hell is a place of eternal torment where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth, where the worm never dies and the fire is not quenched. These are not my words. These are the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when we look at the story here, the story of Lazarus and the rich man, we see Jesus Christ describe help to an extent here. Jesus also said this. He said, there's a conversation that we see here, that Christ describes here, that takes place between the rich man and Abraham. We also see where Lazarus was after he died. We must understand that heaven is a real place and hell is a real place. The rich man, though he had many opportunities on the face of the earth, he did not obey the word of God and he did not repent. Though the Bible does not say over here what his sins were, we see very clearly from what Jesus said here that repentance is required for the remission of sins and the rich man did not repent. Repentance is not simply asking God for forgiveness. Repentance is asking God for forgiveness out of true genuine remorse for one's sin and turning away from their sins to turn towards the living God. We see the concept of repentance, the importance of repentance when Abraham speaks to the rich man. We see here how Abraham says you have Moses and the prophets there. If he's not going to listen to the people there, the servants of God, that God is placed on the earth as his voice there, then your brothers are not going to listen to anyone, including a person who would come back from the dead. What is God saying here? The Lord is speaking very clearly many, many important truths in this small section. He says, I have placed my servants on the face of the earth, is my voice, to preach righteousness, to teach righteousness, 
to live righteousness. People who see it, who hear it, must repent. They hear the word of the Lord coming through his prophets, his servants. When they hear it and they obey the voice of the Lord and they repent of their sins, then their lives begin to change. When they repent and they listen to the word, the prophets, the servants of God, God has placed on the face of the earth then they end up going to the right place because of the word of God that is coming through the servants of God God is placed on the face of the earth. I want to emphasize that. It's the word of God coming through the servants of God, the prophets of God. God is placed on the earth. It's very important to listen to God's voice that God has placed on the earth different places God has his servants all over the world who are faithful to him though few in number God has his people to lead those who follow righteousness all the way to glory Moses was placed there and the prophets were placed there this story that Jesus describes here was a real story a real incident that happened on this earth with two people Jesus says very clearly here when he began this story he says there was a rich man which clearly says that that means there was Jesus was not making something up, he very clearly said there was a rich man. And he also went to the extent of giving the name of the poor man. And he deliberately did not give the name of the rich man. Because it's not important to God. Only when we do the right thing, only when we follow the word of God, only when we care to know the voice of God will God place any value to us. We have to understand our worth comes from being in Christ. Our worth comes from obeying God's word. Our worth comes from walking in the footsteps of the living God. When we don't care to know His Word, the Lord will say, I don't care to know the names of those people. Even though God knows our names, He's not going to take it up in His mouth. If anyone would say that, oh, we're all equal in the sight of God, God loves everybody. Everybody's going to go to heaven. Nobody's going to go to hell. 
that's not the truth. That's a big lie. The Bible says the Lord knows them that are His. That means those who belong to Him. And those who name the name of the Lord, that means all those who say that I am a Christian, that I belong to Christ, I worship Jesus Christ. God's word says, let him depart from iniquity. If we call ourselves children of God, then we must depart from iniquity. Otherwise, God will say, I don't know you. And our names will not be in the book of life. If our names are not in the book of life, then even though we had a name on earth, we may have big titles and might have made a lot of money and given big donations here and there and had our names on the walls of this place and that place and even maybe had a street named after us or became the president and had a country know our name before the Heavenly Father, before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords will be a nobody and we will not be in the place where God is. No matter how much charity work we might have done, no matter how many places we might have given and gotten tax donation, tax deduction, whatever. God sees all of that. And the motives are not pure forgiving. When we do things just to get ourselves a name, When our lives are unclean, yet we call ourselves the people of God, saying that God loves everybody, it's not true. God loved everybody, God loves everybody with a condition here. Provided we make use of His love and not kick at His sacrifice. Jesus Christ, the Word of God. Because of God's love, God gives everyone many opportunities to know the Son of God, to know the Word of God. Having given that opportunity, when we refuse God by our actions, God will refuse us into heaven. I did not come this morning preparing myself to speak this message or try to scare anybody first thing in the morning with this passage. God is in our midst right now and He bears witness 
to what he's speaking at this hour. Truth must be told. And when God speaks, he always speaks the truth. We need to know the truth so that the truth can set us free. The rich man would have never thought that he was going to die. He thought his riches will always be there. His fame will always be there. But suddenly, suddenly, everything was taken away from him or he was taken away from everything. Suddenly. And he ended in a place of his choice while he was on earth. He reaped what he sowed. He showed no mercy and he received no mercy. The rich man just didn't go to hell because he didn't give to Lazarus. That was just an outward action of an inward corruption. A corrupt heart manifested in cruelty towards his neighbor. God's word so clearly says here, as Jesus said, Moses and the prophets were there. You didn't listen to them and you didn't repent. Now you're asking for someone from the dead to go back. Now you're asking for some kind of a supernatural intervention. God says, no. No. I have my people there. In every generation, God has his servants there. This really happened during that time. That's why Jesus says over here, you have Moses and the prophets there. This happened during that time. During our lifetime, God has his true servants, his prophets, as his voice to speak God's truth. It's important to have the fear of the Lord, to listen to what God is speaking. The rich man did not go to heaven because he did not listen to Moses and the prophets who were there. He did not show mercy to his neighbor because he lived in sin. It was not wrong to be rich. It was not wrong that he was rich. It was not wrong that he had riches. No. There are many people in the Bible were blessed by God. Just Job was the richest person, most famous person in the East during his lifetime. Abraham was very rich, blessed by God. Isaac, very rich, blessed by God. But they all knew that God was their portion. God was their inheritance. 
they used the work that God had given in order to glorify Him. And they worshipped God and not their bodies, not their riches. They lived to fulfill the will of God, not to please their carnal desires. But the rich man here in Luke 16 lived the opposite life. He had riches, but he used it in a wrong way. He had Lazarus right in front of him, but he was very cruel in his heart. He despised him. He did not have mercy on him because his heart was full of evil, corrupt. He heard all the messages, the preachings, the teachings that God gave through Moses and the prophets. But he rejected all of those. As a result of that, he came to help. If he would have listened to the word of God and he would have repented, he would have been in heaven. If he would have listened to the word of God and he would have repented and he would have brought forth fruit and repentance and he would have done what he should have in Lazarus's life. Lazarus' story is just one side of the story when it comes to the rich man's sins. The word of God is so clear here that he did not listen to God. He did not obey the word of God. He completely ignored the voice of God that came through Moses and the prophets. The word of God so clearly says here, if a person should enter into heaven, they should repent. The word of God says that God speaks to human beings through God's word and through his servants who proclaim God's word, not their own thing, who proclaim God's word. Such people who listen to the voice of the Lord will repent and will do what God's word says. How do you know someone has repented? Well, no, when their life completely will become different. Their actions will now show that they are worshipping the living God, that they have truly repented. Their actions will show now that they are doing the opposite of what they used to do. They are bearing fruit worthy of repentance. God is speaking to our hearts this morning. 
every day, morning, and every day during the fasting prayer in the evenings, and then every week, Tuesdays and Sundays, in addition to all of this, God has been speaking to you through his servants numerous times, numerous times. What are you doing with what you've been hearing? Is there a genuine repentance by bringing fruit unto repentance? Are you obeying the voice of the Holy Spirit? Because you can only choose life on this side of eternity. Once it's over, there's no coming back. It's over. Hell is real. It is a place of eternal torment with thirst that cannot be quenched, fire that cannot be quenched, pain that can never be removed, tears that will never end. Agony that will never cease is a place that no one should go to. Yet many, many, like Jesus said, will end up there. As of this moment, many have ended up there. And many are continuing to end up there because of the choices they've made on this side of eternity people are reaping what they sowed never gamble with the eternal life never try never try to please human beings and miss eternal life never try to settle for Filthy pleasures that Satan offers and miss eternal life. No one knows when their story will end. No one knows when their eyes would wake up to a place where even if they want to come out of there they cannot come out of there God is speaking to our hearts today Jesus said so clearly Lazarus suffered and now he is happy What's the meaning of that? Lazarus endured till the very end. In the midst of pain, in the midst of physical affliction that he had, all the sores 
and no place to live, and dogs coming after him. He was out in the street. He didn't have food to eat in the midst of all of that. He did not lose his faith in God. He kept his faith. He was a man who endured till the end. Because he was faithful to God in the midst of the pain, in the midst of the sorrow, in the midst of his health condition, in the midst of his suffering. When he died, he ended up in a place where he chose while he was on earth, which was with God Almighty. Because he was faithful to God. He listened to the prophets. He listened to Moses. He listened and he obeyed the commandments of God in the midst of his suffering. He was not a man of excuses. But he was a man who kept the word of God. He listened and he obeyed. He was a man who had repented. He was a man who brought fruit under repentance. In all his suffering, you don't see this poor man Lazarus complaining, cursing God, envying the rich man. He would have not made it to heaven if he would have lived such a life of bitterness. Instead, this man lived there, suffered, but he endured even though the rich man didn't give him anything, he didn't become bitter. Bitter people will not go to heaven. Understand this. No bitter person will go to heaven. Those who choose to be bitter and choose to hold on to bitterness, unforgiveness, will not go to heaven no matter what you call yourself to be does not matter. That's the truth. The Bible says the root of bitterness will actually cause you to have a shipwreck, your faith to be destroyed. That means you're not going to make it to heaven. We are born into the family of God by faith and we are kept by faith in God and we will finish our race by having faith in God Apostle Paul says this I fought the good fight of faith and I've kept the faith I finished the race by keeping the faith and that's why He says, henceforth, there's laid up for me a crown. God will give it to me, not only to me, but to all those. All those. Who love is appearing, all those who believe in him, all those who will endure, all those who keep the faith. Just like how Apostle Paul kept the faith. But that faith is what Satan is after. 
If he can shipwreck the faith of someone, he's very happy. That means he's taken them to hell. Guard your faith. Guard your heart with all diligence. Guard your faith. If you have real faith, you will produce fruit unto repentance. If you have real faith, your Christianity will not just be talk, but it will really be walk. That means you will obey the word of God. The word of God is speaking through the servants. From God's word. You will obey. You will not give excuses as to why you are bitter. You will not give excuses as to why you are selfish. You will not give excuses as to why you are disobedient and rebellious. You will not give excuses as to why you're not reading, why you're not praying. You won't give excuses as to why you're not following the truth. May God speak to our hearts this morning. Don't shipwreck your faith. Don't give room to the enemy. Just like the people during the rich man's time had Moses and the prophets there. And Jesus said, if you don't listen to those people, you're not going to make it. God has kept his servants here on the face of the earth so that you can make it to heaven. You can live a victorious life on earth. If you don't listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit, then by your own choice, you will not end up in heaven, but end up where the rich man ended up, in hell, in place of, in a place of torment, eternal torment, and there's no coming back from there. May God speak to our hearts this morning to make the choice to listen and obey. To make the choice to truly repent. And be in a state of repentance. In order to make it. The Spirit of God speak to our hearts at this hour. We may all end up in glory like the, la- like the poor man, Lazarus, end up with Abraham what a glorious end Lazarus was taken to who? the father of faith the man who kept his faith on earth was taken to the father of faith who was also a rich man but this rich man is a merciful rich man Abraham what a contrast The rich man that Lazarus saw while he was on earth was an unmerciful man who lived a sinful lifestyle. He's in hell. We reap what we sow. God out of his mercy has given us his word and he has given us his servants. To lead, to lead us to glory, to give us the truth. And it's up to us whether we're going to listen, give priority to His word, 
be obedient to the voice of the Holy Spirit that comes through His genuine servants. May the Lord cause every heart to yield to the voice of the Holy Spirit to truly repent to truly live a life that is pleasing to God Almighty so that your names be written in the Lamb's book of life and be known by the Father in heaven that God will be pleased to say our names just like how he was pleased to write Lazarus' name in the book of all books on earth, the Holy Bible. May we be known by God by our walk with Him, by our obedience to His Word, by delighting in Him, by making Him our priority, by enduring till the very end whatever trials we may face, whatever difficulty we may face on this side of eternity. Learn to keep your eyes on Jesus Christ who was tempted in every area yet without sin who suffered beyond words, yet never murmured or complained, who set an example for us so that we may walk in His footsteps and be His witnesses in this crooked and perverse generation so that people who see us may see His light and come along, come after us as we follow Christ. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you, Lord, for this morning. Thank you for giving us this life that is so precious. It is so precious to you. And that is why you died on the cross for us. Help us not to trash this life by living in unbelief and bitterness. But help us to treasure this life that you've given, O oh Father, the life for which you died for, Jesus. Help us to live a life of true repentance and bring fruit into repentance, Lord, by living a righteous life, a life that is pleasing to God Almighty. I pray that you bless your people today, that they may put away bitterness, put away anger, put away evil speaking, put away immorality, put away unbelief, put away lying, 
Put away dissension. Put away sowing discord among brethren. Put away jealousy. Put away fornication. Put away covetousness. Put away idolatry. Put away anything and everything that God hates, which is unhealthy for their souls. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your care. Thank you for placing your servants in our lives so that we can hear the voice of God and do His will, whatever it is. Thank you for sending Jesus to die for us. Thank you for giving us the privilege of being connected to Him. For His life flowing into us. And through His life, causing us to bear much fruit, Lord. Fruit unto repentance. So I pray that you bless your people this morning. With this word that you've given to them, Lord, they not only be hearers of the word of God, but be doers of the word of God. And also carry this word and give it to all those whom you would prompt them to. To the souls of their loved ones may be saved. May each one examine themselves in the light of your word. Let no one deceive themselves, O Lord, I pray. We need the Spirit of God to examine our hearts. We need the Spirit of God to examine our motives. We need the Spirit of God to examine our actions. So I invite you, Holy Spirit, to go into every heart, every mind, sift through everything, Lord. And I pray to you help each one of us here to judge ourselves so that we don't have to be judged later on. To rectify ourselves by repenting before the living God. To reconcile with God Almighty by truly repenting. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for this precious word that you gave to us. You never leave us in the dark. And never, you never leave us to ourselves. And we thank you for your love. Continue to work in the hearts of your people. Be with us all this day. Help us to magnify our Savior wherever we go. Help us to endure till the very end. Help us to keep the faith that you've entrusted into our hands. Help us to fight the good fight of faith through the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, wearing the whole armor of God. For this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.